All right, everyone, welcome back into another NFL DFS video. My name is Air Paul Zine with 9 to 5 Sports. Going to be breaking down the Thursday night football game. Now, a lot of people are not that excited for this game, but honestly, guys, it should be a highly competitive game. It's a game that I am personally am excited for because, well, although they are two kind of bad teams, like they have been playing kind of bad football, that's kind of what makes it fun. You know, it should be a game in which is going to be harder to predict and honestly like one of these teams need to get right the chicago bears have pretty much been the new york giants just the exact opposite they haven't been able to find ways to win where the giants have been able to find ways to win and then the washington commanders man it is kind of just it's tough to describe honestly They're, they look good at times and then they go a couple of drives and just look terrible so it'll be very interesting to see how they play tonight on Thursday Night Football. It's a game that I'm excited to cover, and I do have some interesting lineup paths for you guys in this video. Just want to give a quick thank you to today's video sponsor, Sports Battle App. It is a daily fantasy sports prop-based app, and tonight, guys, they have some nice over and unders for receptions, okay? I like betting the over for all the receptions. you got Curtis Samuel, over five receptions. Terry McLaurin, over four receptions. Cole Komet, over three receptions. Darnell Movie. Mooney over three receptions and David Montgomery over 2.5 receptions. I like those bets all. Okay. If you go in there and download today, use the promo code nine and then TO five to get a $5 cash back on a deposit over $50 or more. Use that promo code as well because it helps me out as well. So we'll start with the Washington commander side of the football. Now, Carson Wentz did get some blame from coach Rivera there. Um, probably not deserved honestly like once played really well last week even on the last drive he let them down the field it was like a 85 yard drive and you know some poor play calling there at the end you could have easily ran it on one of the downs and then spiked it and still had two more plays to pass it if you didn't get into the end zone like he was not the reason why they lost that game now he's not the reason they won it either but you know not terrible and he was able to produce fantasy football wise which is kind of what we thought would happen you know 25 dk points last week you look at at the weeks in which he's had good DFS weeks, they've been against poor def defenses. Now, the question you need to ask yourself, are the Chicago Bears a poor pass defense? I personally think they are def decent defensively. It's just one of those like... They will eventually break pretty much the more they're on the field. Uh, and that's kind of the issue. Like, they're fine. I do think Carson Wentz is going to be able to hit value. He probably will be able to get to 20 DK points. We'll see. I do like him as a play, but there is a route in which you could possibly fade him if you want. At the running back position, it is difficult to figure out what is going on. Antonio Gibson, he was on the field a decent amount, but a lot less than what he has been previously because Brian Robinson was back. Now, Brian Robinson really, he kind of struggled last week, okay, which everyone would kind of expect that expect him to struggle and he, and he did um he did not look as good as he had in the preseason but once again that's his first time back on the field you know and, and if making his nfl debut okay it's like he is going to get better as the season goes on and he's going to be the rb1 in this offense as the season progresses i just i don't know if we're going to see it this week against the chicago bears you can play it and i have ended up on him a decent amount in my lineup pass and i haven't felt exactly comfortable with it i think i'd rather just go with jd mckissick who we know if the game is going to be one in which the Washington Commanders are playing from behind, which personally I think the Bears are the better team, I would like to go this route. And it does make kind of the, the line of path a little bit easier when you're trying to game script it tonight. And if you are trying to game script it tonight, J.D. McKissick is someone that I like in the builds. He is someone that has been targeted, you know, seven or more times in three out of the five games thus far this season, you know, scoring 9.7 DK points per game. Like that is very solid. And at the very least, the passing game usage should continue to be there for him. Where Antonio Gibson and Brian 
Brian Robinson are probably just going to be working, you know, off of each other. They are going to split the workload in the sense that both of them will not be valuable because they're both eating into each other's value on tonight's slate. But I do like J.D. McKissick. And then we're trying to find out what to do with the pass catchers. So last week I gave the Dayami Brown, Carson Wentz stack advice. And honestly, that ended up just being extremely lucky in retrospect. Like, yes, it worked out. Four catches, 100 yards, and two touchdowns. Like, that was great. I had a nice little stack build with Brown and Carson Wentz, but he did not play that much, guys. It was lucky. It was extremely lucky. And the reason why I liked Deami Brown as a play last week is because he stepped in for Jahan Dotson in week four, snap count wise. And then in week five, it was actually Cam Sims that stepped into that snap count wise. And now tack on the fact that Brown is a little bit banged up. You might actually see Cam Sims be the value play on this slate. He is someone that almost made a spectacular catch. It was on their, I think it was on their last drive or second to last drive. They ruled it incomplete. I don't think they ever challenged it. Washington want to keep their time out. So, you know, he's someone that could produce as well. He played in 59% of the snaps. He played a lot more snaps than Deami Brown. And a lot of people are probably going to go to Brown just because he was the more productive one. But I, I don't know. I could see Cam Sims being the play this week, especially value price point wise. He is someone I have been ending up on a decent amount just because of the price point. And then with Logan Thomas out, John Bates is going to step in. John Bates is fine. Like, I do think he's going to get us right around six DK points tonight. You know, probably will probably be very close to this stat line. He's playing about 59% of the snaps, and that should continue once again this week. He is a fine play. If you want to roll with him, you can. But the play that I like the most for the Washington Commanders is going to be Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel has been highly efficient, um, You know, seven or more targets in every game thus far. PPR-wise, he is someone you want to go out of your way to play. Maybe on FanDuel, if you guys are watching this for FanDuel players, maybe he's someone you don't have to play um, because you know less appealing in that sense because you're losing half a point on those catches because he's not going for insane yards. His full is being produced by the receptions that he's making. But at 8.2 is firmly someone I want to play in this game. He is someone I'm going out of my way to play, actually. And then uh, Scary Terry, I think, was the consensus from last week's video where I asked, hey, what is his actual nickname? Because he has a bunch of nicknames. Um, you know, not a dominant performance last week, but did score 12.6 DK points, did have six targets. Um, you know, I'm fine with him. If you end up on Scary Terry on the slate, I'm fine with it. Like, roll with it. He obviously is someone that can break the slate. He could go for 20 DK points and it wouldn't shock anyone. He he is due for a touchdown progression, okay? He is someone that eventually will have a huge breakout game. Then on the Chicago Bears side of the football, like David Montgomery is the one player I'm going out of my way to play on the Chicago Bears. Saw 74% of this or 72% of the snaps last week. Khalil Herbert then had like literally 28% of the snaps last week. So it is David Montgomery as the RB1, and he did look good. Some people are going to look at the yards per carry, which a lot of people already know it's kind of a broken stat in some senses. Like he had two carries that went for a combined minus 15 yards, one where he was just stuffed in the backfield for like a 10-yard loss instantly when he touched it, and another one that was a toss play in which never had a chance. And then there was one other play that went for negative yards as well. So, you know, am I saying that poor blocking's going to continue this week or not continue this week? I'm not. Like we, I don't really know. Washington was able to get some pressure last week, so I'm not saying that's that's not going to be the case, but it was kind of fluky in the sense that, you know, three of his carries went for negative yards and one of them was like minus 10. So you take away those and it looks like a much better day, you know? So I don't think we can really say that he had a bad game because people will probably look at the stats and say that he, he was impressive. Okay. Had four targets, was able to convert that into 62 yards, a huge third down play. Uh, David Montgomery is someone I'm just going out of my way to play on the slate. And then looking at Justin Fields, guys, Justin Fields has been extremely annoying because... <sighs> 
he just he struggled like honestly for all the nfl starting quarterbacks his arm has probably been the worst in sense of accuracy okay he is the reason why this offense is struggling but at the same time he has been very dynamic via his feet okay he has been scrambling and it has been highly impressive okay and the thing with it is i'm kind of shocked that he doesn't have more rushing touchdowns because he's had a few chances to get into the or i don't want to say get into the end zone but the way he scrambled you'd almost think that he would have broke a big one kind of like lamar jackson has done a couple of times like he has been very impressive on his feet so like in the sense where he has been terrible throwing the ball accuracy wise he's been equally as awesome running the football so it's like do you want to play justin fields given the rushing upside that he has and hopefully hopefully can pass the ball a little bit better maybe and if he is passing the ball better i'm kind of betting on him passing the ball a little bit better Uh, he has been over 20 to pass or 20 passing attempts each of the last two games so that's that's appealing there but if that does happen then darnell mooney is the play you want to go with guys if it wasn't for darnell mooney making like a awesome catch each of the last three games justin field's stats would be terrible even more so because like mooney has made two really awesome catches the last two weeks maybe the catch of the year last week against the vikings it was a nice little one-handed snag up in the air um that's where most of his yards came from. It was like a 40-yard catch, and like the same thing happened against the Giants. Now he gets the Washington Commanders, which are going to be a little bit easier of a defense to beat. I don't know. It's just like the way Darnell Mooney has looked on film. It's like, this guy's awesome. We need to get in the ball. Force him the ball. Like, come on. Make it happen. So he looks good. And I just think eventually the talent is going to win out because he is open. If Justin Fields could have hit him, he'd be having much better games. And given the matchup, you could argue this is their best matchup thus far this season. It wouldn't be shocking to see Darnell Mooney go off and have his best game of the season thus far. That is a risk that I'm willing to take on this slate. That is where the gambling comes in. I am betting on Darnell Mooney to finally get the football his way because he's earned it. He's looked good. He's looked really elite. He looked like he did last year, even better. Just has him again the football, and I expect that to change today. And now, just right off the bat, you guys can see a pretty decent build that I've been able to come up with by targeting my two favorite Bears players and then like the top plays for the Washington Commanders. Like that is a fine build to start off with. From there, let's try to find who else we want to be on for the Chicago Bears. Now, Cole Komet has been playing 90% of the snaps. And I should mention Darnell Mooney has also been playing 90% of the snaps. Cole Komet, I don't know. It's just with Fields struggling as much as he has and that team just not passing the ball enough. Cole Komet has not been involved in the passing game that much. Now, last week was his best week and maybe they start to pass the ball a little bit more. I don't know. I don't exactly want to bet on that, especially kind of given his price point there. That is still priced up a decent amount. And then the interesting thing for the Chicago Bears on this slate is going to be the fact that EQ saw a lot less snaps last week, a lot fewer than he had seen the previous weeks. It went from like 85% to like 70%. And I do want to point out that Nikhil Harry is going to be finally active. Okay, with Dante Pettis kind of struggling to catch passes, he's had a couple of drops thus far this season. And EQ is just he's a he's an okay role player, but he shouldn't be starting. He shouldn't be your second leading receiver snap count wise. Nikhil Harry could instantly step into a prominent snap percent. Okay, and if he's playing a ton, let's just say 50% of the snaps. Let's just say 50. That's not a lot. Can he get two targets and catch one for like, I don't know, 30, 20 yards, get three DK points and help you out given his price point? I think so. Like, I don't know if we're going to be dead in the water if we play Nikhil Harry. Yes, you're kind of, that's risky play, but value price point wise, I think that's fine. And I will say the Chicago Bears defense, I don't mind. They are defense you could play if you want to. Um, I think they've been impressive. Obviously, Carson Wentz has been prone to turnovers. uh, And the Chicago Bears defense has been pretty good. They haven't been giving up a lot of points. I mean, this is their best matchup probably thus far this season other than the Giants. Okay, so they should be able to have a decent day defensively. 
it wouldn't shock me if they had two turnovers and maybe they get lucky with the touchdown okay wouldn't be too shocking you can play both the kickers on the slate if you want to i'm not going too crazy with that but let's close out these builds to make a build that i really like so just a quick adjustment from that build that you saw on the screen moving montgomery into the caption spot a little bit safer and then rolling with darnell mooney in the flex now we got another build for you guys with Nikhil harry in there instead and now here's a lineup that i like decently as well um instead of going with cam sims as the value play i'm going to kill harry as the value play and then we're putting scary terry in there in the flex like this is a pretty solid build we're betting on darnell moody having kind of a breakout game okay that's the big risk here and then carson wentz should be able to get to 15 to 20 dk points if he does then we uh, would imagine scary terry's into 12 dk points we would imagine that curtis samuel's getting to 12 dk points we would hope that david montgomery can get to double digit dk points and then we're just help or hoping that Nikhil harry can score some points and then you guys, you can mix it up a little bit more. Say you want to go with Justin Fields instead of Carson Wentz, you could do that. Or say you don't believe in David Montgomery, you want to go Carson Wentz instead of that. Like there are ways in which you can get unique with this build, kind of mix and match it the way you guys see fit. But that's all I have for you guys for this video. If you guys want to join 9to5, become a 9to5 member, it is $10 a month. The DraftKings lineup builder is in there. I will be putting a lot of the plays in here that you saw from this video into that lineup builder to kind of spit out, hopefully, an optimal build for tonight's slate. Included in that is the NFL DFS cheat sheet as as well as the full golf package, all for $10 a month. If you guys want to join, if not, just like and subscribe. That helps out the channel a lot. Let's have a good week, guys. And as always, let's keep cashing.